Hulu is coming in hot this month with new shows, new movies, and all new seasons of your faves. Don't miss FX's Clipped, the story of one NBA team's racial reckoning, starring Lawrence Fishburne. Stream a new season of Shorzy, the underdog hockey comedy that might just knock your teeth out. Then catch the high-speed drama Ferrari, starring Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz. Kick your streaming into high gear this month with so much new stuff to watch on Hulu. Get away with friends to the laid-back Maryland coast, where you can catch up while casting off and hang 10 while hanging out. Where a day on board is never boring and full throttle is half the fun. Where you can sink a putt, raise a glass, and there's always room for one more round. Ocean City, Maryland. Somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. It is a privilege to be talking to you. 866-285-4005 is the number to text or call us here on Ruskin and Zach. Good to be back here in the studio. I'm like Brian Wilson. Like, I can do a road show, and the people at um, Jersey Mike's were unbelievable yesterday, and we thank them. But again, like Brian Wilson, I'm more comfortable in the studio. It's where I do my work. So, DQ, I'm just like Brian Wilson, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't think I know who Brian Wilson is, but. <laughs> Excellent. Beach Boys? I know them. He had a piano in a sandbox at his house once upon a time. Did a lot of acid in the 60s. Okay. Lots. Okay. Lots I of drugs. I do know who the Beach Boys are. Okay, good. Good vibrations. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. He quit touring in the 60s because he's got a lot of uh, mental um, illness. Some of it may be drug-related. Some of it may just be an intense shyness, but he is... Uh, but now he tours every now and then. He was over here. He was at the amp, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. But, but I'm more comfortable in the studio. Not that I don't like going out every now and then. I do, but I'm a homebody. Yeah. That's the way it is. You don't like being stared at by people like walking by. So nobody shot at me. That's good. No one took a swing at me. It was a good day. Good security over there at uh, Jersey Mike's. Appreciate them uh, looking out for me. There are a lot of people with... Sunglasses and earpieces, kind of. Oh yeah, the looking the, looking around. Types. That's right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> there was a detail involved. It's a detail. All right, you can get in here at eight six six two eight five four zero zero five. So uh, earlier today, uh, Auburn was uh, at the stage. Brian Harson, look, Auburn and Brian Harson, they're the college football equivalent of staying together for the kids. This thing's over. The second. He loses three in a row. They're going to drop him like third period French. It's over. This is, as someone described it on social media today, Auburn and Brian Harson are in a loveless marriage. You know, haven't sealed the deal in a while. That's what it is there. And you will hear him discuss all of that. The investigation that we he was uh, um, canoodling with someone that works in the football office, which may have been okay with Mrs. Harson. We're still not entirely sure about all that, but anyway, you know, there's a lid for every pot, I suppose, but we will hear from Brian Harson coming up uh, in just a little bit here on Ruskin and Zach. Also, did you see what Jimbo did today? Jimbo may have accidentally spilled the beans on part of the SEC scheduling formula. You see, this has been all week. The talking point from Greg Sankey to everybody has been, well, we don't really know what we're going to do with the schedule, how many permanent opponents, who are they going to be. We, we, we don't know yet. We're still looking into all that. Eight games, nine games. How's that all going to work? Going to figure it out. Going to still trying to work all of that out. So today, Jimbo gets up there, and every coach was asked, pretty much, not maybe not every coach, most of the coaches I saw were asked about you know, who you want to play. You get to 
if you had the power, who are you going to play? Jimbo sort of revealed that he's kind of heard who Texas A&M is going to play every year, permanently, when Texas and Oklahoma joined the SEC. So he said Texas, LSU, and Mississippi State are the three teams A&M has been mentioned to play annually if they go to three permanent opponents in conference play. Texas, LSU, Mississippi State. No more um, Southwest Classic in there. If this is what if what he is saying is true, and if this is the plan moving forward, so it kind of makes you wonder. Okay, Texas is going to have if they do it this way three permanent opponents: A and M, Oklahoma, Arkansas. Right? You would think all week they've talked about the bringing back the Arkansas-Texas rivalry and how great that was last year. The commissioner was talking about it all the time, about bringing in Texas and Oklahoma. So we've kind of figured that out. So now we know, again, if this is the three permanent opponent model, we now know that Arkansas would play Texas, perhaps. Then who else? Missouri and Ole Miss, Oklahoma and Missouri, LSU. Would they play? Would they not play Texas? This brings, of course, more questions than we have answers right now because Jimbo, whose mouth frequently works faster than his brain, and boy, am I an expert on that. But he just kind of spilled the beans because A and M may not be come twenty twenty five. The Southwest Classic may be done, fin over. If this is if what he says, there's anything to it. Now he did say he would like to play Arkansas every year, but of the three opponents, he may have inadvertently spilled the beans upon. Arkansas was not on the list. Texas, LSU, and Mississippi State. What history is there between A&M and Mississippi State? The battle for Jackie Sherrill? Like, well, what is that? There's far more history between A&M and Arkansas than A&M and Mississippi State. Plus, it's a closer trip. Fayetteville to College Station versus College Station to Starkville? I mean, if we're going to do this, if we're going to have any logic at all, that's... That should be in there. But then that would give Arkansas possibly two permanent opponents in Texas, and maybe they don't want to do that. Maybe they want to spread things around a little more because those three opponents are in three different states. So who should Arkansas's three permanent opponents be? Texas, sure. Who else? And by the way, here's the other thing that you may have missed in all this. It seems like Arkansas is getting out of the play in Alabama every year business. Thank you. God. I told you yesterday, there we are very close to students entering the University of Arkansas as freshmen who have never seen Arkansas beat Alabama in football. It's been almost 16 years. That means the class of 2024 seniors in high school, they've never seen. But you may not have to play them anymore. But they may not let you... Uh, Play LSU anymore. So as we talk through all this, you kind of sort, you kind of get an idea of all of the things that Greg Sankey and his people are having to work through here to try and because there's no what's going to happen here. This is going to be very congressional. Not everybody's going to get what they want. Not everybody's going to get. There's no way to do it. Okay, Alabama may get what they want, but the other 15 are not going to get what they want. So. How do you bring forth a compromise that makes 16 presidents the least mad? I don't think any of them are going to be really all that happy. But how do you make them the least mad? And don't we know the answer to this test already? If anybody's going to get bleeped over here, it's the University of Arkansas. The league hasn't cared about that school in 30 years. They're not going to start now. And we can go down the laundry list of evidence that the SEC doesn't give a crap about your favorite team. 
We can go back to the Auburn game a couple years ago. Oops. We missed the fumble. Sorry. We need to do that. Do we need to go down the list of all the co-players of the week that have Arkansas ties through the last few years? Do we need to go back to the fact that 2020, Arkansas, when they just made up a schedule, they just picked it out of thin air to get 10 SEC games. Oh, yeah, we're giving Arkansas, at that time, the second worst program in the in the conference. We're going to give you Florida and Georgia. <laughs> they don't care about you. They do not care about you in Birmingham. They don't. And they're not going to start now. So something painful is going to happen here. You're either going to lose the boot game, or maybe they don't give you Texas. I don't know. It's going to stink one way or the other, because that's the way it is down there. They don't care about this place. You are a line item on a spreadsheet to the SEC office. That's all you are. You don't matter. It sucks, but it's true. And they've proven it every single time. As John Neighbors says, if someone's going to get screwed over, it's going to be Arkansas. And he's right. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports information. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. With training camp right around the corner, Bet Online has opened up odds for team wins, division futures, and of course, the Super Bowl. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online, where the game starts. Zach will be back on Monday and be in a terrible mood. So look forward to that here on ESPN Arkansas and on hitthatline.com. Okay, so Monday, a piece of news arrived in the Ruskin and Zach offices. And we have, it's an industry term, we have had to embargo this piece of news. We knew it. You didn't know it. You weren't allowed to know it until, this is going to sound cold, until next of kin were notified. All right? I've been told next of kin have been notified. So, DQ, you have a little announcement you would like to make to everybody? Yeah, on Saturday, um, me and my roommate both got tattoos. You got a tattoo. I did. You got a tattoo. That's right. We knew this Monday. We were not allowed to discuss this. And, you know, there is a code. People think we're a bunch of lawless barbarians here at Ruskin and Zach. We do have a code of honor. If you don't want something talked about, we will not discuss it. And we didn't. We didn't even allude no. to it. We did I'm good. Glad. I, was, I was surprised that Zach didn't. That surprised me. I was me. too because it went like right up to like the edge of commercial breaks mm-hmm. with him talking about it. And then he snapped back. Yeah. And didn't do it. Especially okay. it was the day after um, he ruined that guy's surprise birthday party. He did. Yes. 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 He's ruined that. So that had me worried. He has no idea which celebrities are dead or alive. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So how did this go over with the uh, next of kin? Okay, so I, told, I was waiting to say anything about it on here because I hadn't told my parents yet. Right. And sometimes I have a bad habit of like not telling them things, but I would say it on here. <laughs> and that... Uh, Get some pretty mad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I told my I told both of them yesterday at different times. My mom said she loved it and that she was happy. My dad didn't seem to love it. Um, Kenny, not a fan. No, he okay. didn't seem to be a fan. Okay. He pretended like he was, but I think he didn't like you. Re- it. <laughs> After twenty-one years of reading his face, you read the face, and it yeah. was not. Positive. No. All right. Okay. Are there going to be more tattoos, or is this it? I I don't think so. I don't really feel like the need to get another one. You're not going to get a whole sleeve? No. (laughs) Not that there's anything wrong with that. Don't yell at me about it. I don't have any tattoos. I've never never cared about anything enough to get it tattooed on my body. See, that's that's how I kind of was. I will say this was totally impulsive. Like, I've thought about it before, um, but we were in Eureka Springs on Saturday, and uh-huh. I had mentioned, like, wanting a tattoo above my knee, and my roommate said, this is literally my dream to get a tattoo with you. We need to call someone now. And we scheduled it, and we drove back to Fayetteville and got them. 
So, not matching. But so we... you, so you're in Eureka Springs, the waft of marijuana circling in the air. Yeah, and you're like, hey, I want to get a tattoo. Yeah, and you booked it in Fayetteville and got the uh, tattoo. Mm-hmm. What's the kind of um? Is there like a three day waiting period? Like, or can you just go get one? Like, no, you can just go get one. Apparently, I can go right now and go get yeah. one. Okay. You'd say, hey, you call someone, apparently, I didn't know this, but you call someone and you're like, hey, do you have time for a walk-in today? Ah. And it's like a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Only and more permanent. So this guy, uh, like the tattoo guy texted me back and he was like, do y'all still want to do this? And we like drove really fast to Dixon Street and got it done. <laughs> and, okay. Now, this is part of the U of A experience. You got a tattoo on Dixon Street. Yeah. That's pretty. And then we went out. Oh, of course. Well, (laughs) you got to after that, right? You got to. And spent far too much money um, in one trip, but but it was so much fun. Um, Okay. Uh, Jesse in Mountain Home says, congratulations. Welcome to the uh, brothers slash sisterhood of the tattooed people. Uh, Justin says, don't overdo it. Um, Chuck wants you to plug the tattoo shop. Uh, Chuck, we're running a business here. Mind your, mind your own, will you? Come on. I'm not plugging anybody here. We're not giving this away. This, we're not a dot .org. Come on. Um, Big Mike and Waldron is uh, going back to the uh, Auburn comments. Waiting for the day when a coach is asked, what does he bring to the program? And the coach says, well, he bought a 12-pack of beer and a half ounce of pot. And let me tell you, that's appreciated around here. <laughs> it's very good, Big Mike. Thank you. That's right. Uh, Chris in Fayetteville is proud, DQ. You're doing college right. See, finally. In spite of I'm what he says. finally doing college right. In spite of what he says, you are doing college right. Yeah. It's and- not about puzzles and trampolines about tattoos and drinking and i will say i wasn't as nervous to get to tell my parents as i was to come in here on monday and i knew that zach would terrified out i knew that he would i did i have a new policy i don't tell him anything (laughs) i have things going on that are important i'm not telling him because you get the 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 freaking it's, it's like it's like facing mccarthy in the uh in the uh uh the the hearings are you a member? Are you a member? Are you? No, we're not. I'm not doing. It. I'm not telling him anything anymore. That's my new policy. So, like when I came in on Monday, I you know I I guess I could have hidden it. Um, but you could have worn it outside, yeah. but yeah. Uh, so he saw it immediately. It's on the front of the leg. So yeah, you could have right worn pants. You also work in a room where it is approximately 54 degrees, so you could have worn pants. But yeah. you're right. Outside, it's 100 degrees every day until the end of time. So. And I, I knew he would flip out, and he yes, did. He did. Yes, he did. Because that's what he's done with. <laughs> he does everything. not like. He does not like. Cha- okay, he he's not here. Let's discuss. <laughs> he does not like change, like at all. No, at all. No, I'm not crazy about it, but I'm not like that. I don't want to be that when I grow up. When it comes to handling change, and this change has nothing to do with him. No. It has something to do with you. He uh, he also flipped out when I got my nose pierced. That's right. And he yes. also flipped out when I got my hair cut. So everything that I've ever done, he's flipped out about. Yes. And yet you still keep coming back here I still every keep day. Doing, yeah, I don't know. And I, kill, I still keep doing things. <laughs> That's right. Well, he freaked out when you bought the trampoline. Yeah. He, um, he freaked out when he found out that you like to do puzzles. Yes. <laughs> right um uh mark says tell him at least you're not pregnant see that's i think what my parents were most happy about is because when i said i had a surprise my sister like screams from the other room in our house oh she's having a baby (laughs) and your sister knew and yeah and i and i said no that's not it (laughs) that's right that's got to be Okay, all the girl dads out there in the in the audience, 866-285-4005. When your child is college age, if you have a daughter that's college age, and you hear, hey, I have to tell you something, is that the first jump? Oh, God. She's pregnant. That's, I, I would think that's top. If we're doing a family feud board of 
what do you think your daughter's going to say when she says, hey, I need to tell you something? Like, top four answers on the that's, board? That's, that's definitely it, number one. That's number I'm one. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, let's see here. What are the odds Zach's kid gets a face tattoo just to mess with him? That's probably true. If Kenzie doesn't kill him before yeah. uh, she's able to get a tattoo at I age know. 18. <laughs> he embarrasses her so much. He my, really does. My dad never did stuff like that to me. I hope he uh, subsidizes her therapy one day because uh, <laughs> she's going he's gonna to be there. Uh, let's see here. Okay, Dustin, girl dad twice over. Uh, I have to tell you something. I think she's probably starting a business. Okay. That did not make our Family Feud top four on the board survey, Dustin. Be the big red, the big X. Name something you think. I mean, let's walk through this. Okay, so I'm Uh, pregnant. Name name something you think. I have to tell you something. Name something you think your daughter's going to tell you. Oh, I'm starting a business. No, I don't think that would be up there. No. Getting married. Getting married. That's two, right? Having, or like being in a relationship. That's two. To like make that announcement. Yeah. Yeah. Two, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I bet I got a tattoo would be three. Could be. And then I got, I don't know, a nose piercing? Piercing? Yeah. Or would they throw in tattoo and piercing yeah. together? Yeah, they that, do they stuff would. like that. They would. Yeah. I, t- Ooh, they I do wrecked such my a... car. That's that's one. That's what it. is it? I wrecked my car. Oh, well, that's good. That would yeah. be four. Yeah. They always make it where, like, the last one, it's like, I have no idea. Like, they'll rifle, like, the first three or four on the board, and the last one or two, I'm like, I don't know. That show's crazy. That's why that show works, I guess. It's because we can never figure out what the last two. Uh, there was one here. Hold on a second here. Um, uh, what did this say? Uh, I'm joining OnlyFans. Did that make the uh, Family Feud survey? <laughs> we can't go a day without talking about OnlyFans. It's everywhere. I swear. It's everywhere. <laughs> We've gone Tuesday, Wednesday. We probably talked about it Monday, right? Probably. Okay, Tuesday, Wednesday. Well, we've done two. Okay. Until today. Now, so put zero back on the yeah, chalkboard. Yeah, we need to write it on the board. Yeah. Zero takes <laughs> without. <laughs> uh, Russell in Mountain Home. He's a 10 DQ, but he has a Mike Tyson face tattoo. That's a one. Okay. Guys, sometimes stress, anxiety, or a bad day can affect performance and ruin a fun night. But BlueChew.com is here to the rescue. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra or Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. BlueChew is an online prescription service. No visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is really simple. You go to bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And it's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. And you don't have any pills to swallow. Blue Chew's tablets are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA, and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than the pharmacy. Here is the special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code BLEAVE at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your first month for free. Five, I have so many things. And then DQ dropped a bombshell about not liking Steve Harvey. Thank you for one of tomorrow's poll questions, by the way, DQ. These things are hard to come up with every day. I will give we have we spent ten minutes bashing Zach. Let's give him some credit for doing the poll questions every day. Yeah, because it's a chore, and I don't think I got the ones up today till like two fifteen. So, but they're there, and we'll do the Bud Anderson poll questions later on. Um, okay, I don't have this show. God, there's so many things. This show is all about two things, really, like nautical updates and like weird wild wildlife stuff, wild wildlife stuff. And I don't know how this fits in, but this feels like a Ruskin and Zach story that we should be all over. DQ, um, 
People, uh, someone in New York has tested positive for polio. We have polio back. First time in nearly a decade that someone in the United States, a first world country, last time I checked, polio. How old is this person? It doesn't say. I don't know. I just have the the two-line update from the okay. Associated Press. Okay. <laughs> polio is back. <laughs> 2022. Didn't, the year didn't polio. did they cure that? In the uh, 50s, I yeah. think. That's right. Isn't like everyone vaccinated from for that? Depends on if you've done your own research or not. Okay. We're doing polio again. We are going the wrong way. What is happening here? Uh, <laughs> um, hmm. Another uh, people are still texting in with. Um, again, we'll, we will keep you updated. We are your source for now. Uh, we are now your source, your news source for polio news. Ruskin and Zach here on ESPN Arkansas. Um, people are still texting in their family feud answers for. Hey, Dad, I need to talk. Tell you something. I wrecked your car. Yeah. That's one. Um, that would be up there. Uh, here's I, my new boyfriend. He just got out of the slammer. That could be there. I always, uh, I have a flat tire. I've had to call him a few times. But, I had to call him on uh, on Friday when we were going to Eureka Springs. I flattened my tire. Yeah, I saw you've yeah. got the, uh, the what do they call that thing? The, the spare. spare. There's another name for the spare, though. The donut? The donut. Yeah, yeah. that's it. It's yeah. on there, yeah. I haven't done anything to try to see if it's fixable yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, and another thing I wanted to get into here. Um, last hour, we heard from Brian Harson, and he talked about the coup that they attempted at uh, Auburn to get him out of there. And, of course, the coup failed. Um, uh, Coach Harson, we all know, like, the first coup never works. All right? It's the second or third one is when they get you. The first one, it's like knocking over a vending machine. Like, you can't just push it over. Like, you got to rock it a few times before you get the vending machine knocked over. So, I would like to offer that piece of knowledge. You know, these football guys, they sit in their office all day. They don't know what's going on. But, I mean, the first coup never works. second one usually does. So, the next time they come after you, Brian Harson, they will probably succeed. So be be careful. He said it didn't work. Those were his words. It didn't work. Never works the first time. Again, it's like a Coke machine. You just got to get hit it a few times. Knock it over. Okay, enough about that. Peace there. He's so great in that setting where he's just shooting the bull with the people at the SEC Nation. He's good at the podium. He's better at that when he's on the desk like that. So... We will have that for you coming up this hour on Ruskin and Zach. Before um, everything uh, that happened last hour, we were talking about the three permanent opponents. Jimbo Fisher kind of spilled the beans, perhaps, today when he was talking about, uh, and we'll hear from Jimbo at 5 o'clock. So get ready to uh, listen to a lot of words in a compact amount of time. But Jimbo Fisher, that guy talks faster than Zach. That's coming up at 5 o'clock. But in his remarks, he inadvertently talked about A&M may have their um, three permanent opponents when the schedule changes with the addition of Texas and Oklahoma. He said Texas, LSU, and Mississippi State are the three teams that have been mentioned that they'll play every year. And so we started to try and determine who are the three teams Arkansas would play every year. And one of the questions that came out of this is, do you want to play Oklahoma every year? You're probably going to get Texas. You're probably going to get Missouri. I hate that. But you know what? They've beaten Missouri once in like six tries. So maybe they do need to conquer the Missouri Demons before you add OU to the uh, to the deal. I don't know. It's got to be a bordering state. I think that's the plan. But which one? Because Arkansas borders five states? Yeah. Yeah, five states. Is it five or six? Missouri, Oklahoma, Texas, 
Louisiana, Mississippi, Tennessee at six. You're right. My mistake. Well, I think you can take Tennessee out of it. They're not going to get Tennessee or Vanderbilt. So Ole Miss, maybe. LSU, you've got the boot trophy. What happens to the boot if they don't play LSU every year? How's that going to go down? I could see it being Ole Miss, Texas, and Missouri. Missouri. I could see that happening if that's the three permanent teams. If they do that, that's three permanents and five teams that rotate. They could also do four permanent games and five that rotate if they went to nine league games. And you know the most um, empty thing I've heard all week at SEC Media Days is Atlanta, is I've heard this a few times. TV's not calling the shots here. The SEC is calling the shots. Please, could you be any more naive? The reason we're doing all this realignment anyway is because TV's got the money and they write the checks and pay for everything. This is all about television dictating. If ESPN comes to the SEC and says, we need nine league games, and then a tenth game where you play someone... Power five, like, or Notre Dame or BYU. And then you can have two crap games. We don't care about those. But we need 10 real games from every team because we got to make money on this thing too. You know, we're paying you a billion dollars. We got we to gotta make money too. We got to make a billion and a half. So TV's running this whole deal. And the idea for anybody with a straight face to sit anywhere by a microphone and say that the SEC is calling the shots, not TV, is is preposterous. The reason all of these teams are moving around, the reason Rutgers is in the Big Ten is because of television. It's not because of competitive balance. Please. There's still people out there. See, I know what you know. And what I know is that you've gotten pretty smart over the years as a sports fan. The days of you not knowing anything and them telling you what you need to know are over with. You're pretty smart. They still think you're stupid. Them, the SEC, school administrators, they still think you're pretty dumb. And they keep trying to tell you things like, oh, well, you know, the SEC's in charge here, not ESPN. (laughs) Please. You think if they're going to write a billion-dollar check, they're going to have zero input in the product? If they do, Jimmy Pataro should be fired right now. He's the he's the chairman of ESPN. If I'm paying a billion dollars, let's spin this to something we understand. If I'm paying half a mil for a house, I'm by God picking out the countertops. And that's how it is with ESPN. Or Fox with the Big Ten. TV's running this, not the conferences. Don't get it twisted. Pittman went on the desk with the SEC Nation, uh, SEC Network crew yesterday when he was in uh, Atlanta, and it was it's it's good. Like it's 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 interesting, casual, real conversation while also getting out the narrative that he wants to get out about his football team. I thought I would share it with you now, if case you have not seen it all. So here you go, Sam Pittman talking with the SEC Network crew at SEC Media Days in Atlanta, audio courtesy of the SEC Network. When you think about that game in Cincinnati, what comes to mind with what you'll face right out of the gate? No stranger to a difficult schedule. Well, Coach Fickle is a wonderful coach. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, they've lost nine guys to the NFL, but they've been recruiting. He's there. He was an old high school wrestler. I got to know him uh, at the AFCA convention for a short time because there was five of us walked out there to get coach of the year. And by the time I got on the X of the deal, they'd already announced him as the head coach. I mean, they won the award. I just, you know, walked on backstage. Oh, no. But I got an t- opportunity to sit down and talk to him. I really like the man. He's, he's a driven guy. Like I say, wrestlers are different now. Those are, are high school, high school college wrestlers. And uh, so I know he's going to have them ready to go. Uh, we'll have our team ready to go. We have, you know, we, we have ultimate respect for everybody, you know. And uh, so we'll have them ready to go. But at 
on Saturday, and now SEC Nation is going to be there. Network's going to be there. We're, we're really excited to be a part of it. Coach, really you, are. You mentioned Traylon Burks, obviously, replacing yeah. him on offense. And you mentioned two guys, Jaden Hazelwood and Matt Landers, who I believe was at Georgia with he you was. long ago before Toledo. Tell me a little bit more about those two guys. I know you said a receiver by committee, but what do those guys bring to the table? Well, I think this. I think um, if you, you guys obviously played and all those things, Hazelwood has not achieved what out of high school they say he was going to right. achieve. So I'm saying that's a hungry man. Mm. And uh, he's also a very talented guy, but he's hungry. Matt Landers is the same way. Mm. Now, you can go down a list of reasons why. I don't care. All I want is there, I want that performance. We want that performance out of them next year. The way they have worked in the offseason and this summer, I believe that they'll be poised to do that. I think they both have to do well for us to replace Burke. Penn State scares the heck out of you because we threw for 103 yards in the game. Mm -hmm. That scares you, but we also rushed for 300 and some yards. So you got to take the good with the bad in there. But a good football team, you want to throw it when, you, when it's time to throw it, and you want to run it when it's time to run it. We did not do that at Penn State. We only had three weeks now mm. to prepare for that because of Burks. Now we've had, obviously, spring ball, summer. I believe that we'll replace him by committee. I have a lot of faith in our wide receiver. And our wide receiver room looks like a wide receiver room. You know, it mm. doesn't look like a high school football team. <laughs> so I, hope, good. I, I hope not. Coach, one of the most important <laughs> relationships is between a head coach and their starting quarterback. Yeah. I read a story a couple years ago when you got to Arkansas about a conversation you had with K.J. Jefferson. I think he was maybe even thinking about transferring. He ended yeah. up staying, obviously, and we've marveled at how he's played. Can you tell us a little bit about your relationship with him yeah. as a coach and player? Loyalty works both ways. You know, a lot of times we talk about loyalty and it's, hey, you to me. Mm. Well, i got to be loyal to you, too. Uh, we had an opportunity to go into the portal. This was right before the Missouri game, KJ's first start two years ago. We, we didn't win the game, uh, but we scored 48 points. On the way back, I asked Browse to call the same recruit that we had talked to on the way up to the Missouri game and ask him to text him and tell him we, we, we weren't in the business for the quarterback. Wow. He works both ways. Wow. KJ knows that as well. Uh, but. He, he's such a likable guy. You root for him. I mean, yeah. I'm assuming people that aren't Razorback fans, unless we're playing their team, roots for the guy. He's yeah. easy to root for. He's, uh, you know, he's, a, he's the one guy that no defensive lineman, lineman they don't come close to him at practice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, I've, I've been around. I've That's coached the old line. Right. You know, and, and there's a lot of guys getting around a quarterback, and, and they're getting me chewed out, you know, because I'm the old line coach. But nobody gets around him. They all respect the guy, which they should. But he's earned everything that he's got. And he's got a chip on his – he's Arkansas. We all have a chip on our shoulder. We all – you know, there will be an article that comes out or somebody will say we're third best team in the SEC. Did you say that? I said second. Oh. <laughs> and then somebody will say that we're – FBI will say we're the seventh – best team in the West. Oh, that FBI. I will show the kids I will show the kids the seventh best team in the West. Love that, yeah. Because that's who we are. We're yeah. loyal, we're hard working, yeah. and we're going we're tough. And that's who what we want to be known. Thank you by the way yeah. for saying that. <laughs> so sharp. Yeah. <laughs> sharp because Got a little red in there for you. <laughs> so so coach, you're talking about loyalty and you know keeping all three of your coordinators. Yeah. And so with all the production on your defense leaving, departing after these five, six years, how's it going to work out? Because well, you've had these guys under behind these guys for a couple years. Yeah. So how is that going to help you guys having all the loyalty in your coordinator staying around? Bump pull come, bumper pull coming back was huge for us. Yeah. Huge for us. You know, he didn't even – he started one game last year for us. I mean, he did, but he led a team in tackles mm -hmm. at 125. <laughs> now, Drew, Drew Sanders coming in, mm -hmm. uh, a huge get for us. Uh, new, uh, Dwight McLaughlin forever love it. Uh, let me say this if talking makes you a good player he's going to win the freaking Thorpe Award <laughs> but anyway uh, anyhow uh, so 
the pieces, you know, we're getting Catalan back. So that's yep. kind of like a guy transferring back in the portal because right. we lost him for six weeks. Blair's back. Slusher's back. We have uh, Johnson's back. We went, got in the portal and got Brainy. Um, so all these things are going to help us. I think our defense, what do we need? We needed pass rushers. Mm -hmm. So we went out and tried to get Landon Jackson. Dorian Gerald's coming back. Um, uh, Jordan Dominic is there, along with Zach Williams and, the, and Jashad Stewart and the guys we had. Bottom line is, I think we're going to be much better on defense wow. than what we were last year, wow. according to what I saw in spring ball. And when we went in the portal to get people, we got, when they got in the portal, we got who we wanted, if that makes sense. Yeah, you filled the holes that you wanted we to did. fill with the guys yeah. you wanted to fill them with. Coach, when you think about Arkansas, you just understand it so well and, and what it means to the fans and what you've already built. How do you continue to live up to the expectations that you've created? Because, yeah. I, you know, this is on you in a really good <laughs> way. How do you keep that going? It's hard. Yeah. You know, because really I meant what I said. One of our goals every year is to make the state of Arkansas proud of us. I mean, oh. that's a big deal. Now, we're not going to make them all, but that's a big deal. And that should be that should be a goal probably everybody. You know, you want yeah. whomever you're doing it for, you, you want to make them proud of you. But I think this, I think as long as we got to win, but I think as long as we, we, we have good kids that play hard, that are well coached, that understand the game, understand the situation. You know, you look at two minute last year, we I think we were one of the better teams in two minute and four minute in the country last year. You know, the old miss game, you know, they threw one over our head and it was a minute fourteen left on the, and I on the headset I said he just did us a favor. Because yeah. they were going to score at some point. The game had dictated that and we went right down and scored on the last play. Unfortunately for us we didn't make the two point. But as long as we have situation football and we're good and it looks and th the state wants people to be proud of the Razorbacks. That's Sam Pittman on the SEC Network at SEC Media Days. There's very. Has anyone understood this place better from a and, and had that job? There may be people that understand this place. But they don't have that job. Has anyone understood it better than him? And it's just, it's amazing how simple the recipe is. It's difficult to accomplish. But when Bielema came in here with all his mission statements and the five edges and Morris came in here with all his cliches and catchphrases, overthinking the plumbing, play hard, Get kids that don't screw up, and have the t have people proud of you, and win. That's it. You don't need a slogan. You don't need all of these marketing things. Win. Play well. Don't embarrass us. That's it. It's it's really as a as my. Uh, High school, one of my high school math teachers, Tommy Shoemaker, would say it's a very simple process. That's all it is. But he gets it. He gets it. It's amazing. All right. It's amazing how many people didn't get it. It's not, he gets it, and we understand why. You know, he knows this place, Eastern Oklahoma, grew up watching the Razorbacks. Like, him understanding this place is not a surprise. The fact that so many people don't understand this place and didn't, and they somehow hoodwinked former a former athletic director into giving them a job, that that's the that still still boggles the mind. Okay, it's your drive home on Ruskin and Zach, powered by Mister Sparky. You can get in here at eight six six two eight five four zero zero five. Uh, let's see here. Reading some texts that are coming in. Uh, someone typed out the whole sound thing and sent us a text. They've got yeah, I saw that. They've got the lyrics. Who was this? Um, I lost it now. All right. Well, anyway, someone uh, typed out the whole deal, including all the lyrics to the Mr. Sparky jingle. 
Woo pig, I'm smart. He's not hurt, he's just fat, etc., etc. Thank you for that. We should put all that on a t-shirt someday, maybe. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's out of the 870. It's uh, Razor Bacon who did that. Thank you, Razor Bacon. All right. Um, okay, so some other things going on in college football. And we're going to hear from Jimbo Fisher coming up in a moment here. A lot of you may be happy about this. And I don't know how I feel about it yet. I go back and forth. The turnover chain is no more. Miami, Mario Cristobal was at ACC Media Days. And Miami's not doing a turnover chain anymore. You know that big gaudy monstrosity that they would put around their neck when they got a turnover? And it blew up in that one big game where they got like five of them and they just kept showing the thing on TV over and over again. Because it's good TV. It is good TV to see people dancing around with the big gold chain around their neck that says 305 on it. Um, But the turnover chain is gone. And hopefully... Not to sound like an old curmudgeon here, but hopefully all of the turnover props are gone. And they never did the Ruskin and Zach plan. We had the best turnover prop idea. The turnover turnover. Where you come to the sideline after a interception or fumble recovery, you put on a chef hat, get you some oven mitts, and there's an oven there and you pull out a turnover. After you get a turnover. That was my favorite idea for the turnover prop. It never happened, of course. Our genius here at Ruskin and Zach will be appreciated long after we are all we are both gone. But hopefully the turnover prop era has gone the way of um, you know, pet rocks and VHS cassettes. You know? Because there were some pretty dumb turnover props out there. There's some pretty bad ones. The turnover chain was the best of all of the bad ideas. But let's admit they were all bad ideas. And so, rest in power, turnover chain. Uh, Four years we had that thing. Started in 2017, I believe I saw. And the turnover chain is uh, no more. And uh, your Arkansas Razorbacks never took the bait on the uh, turnover prop comedy. They never went carrot top. Or for the uh, older crowd, uh, they never went Rip Taylor and um, had a turnover prop. But I think the turnover turnover would have been a great idea. Someone has brought up the Tennessee trash can. That was a good one, too. Did Butch bring the trash can to uh, Arkansas State, to Jonesboro? Or did they abandon that idea altogether? Did anyone like these? Like I know very few... This is the this is one of those situations where the Twitter audience and the actual human beings are not the same. Twitter loved the turnover prop comedy. People who listen to and respond to radio shows, actual human beings, I don't know anybody that liked the turnover props. All we would t- get here are uh, are people co- complaining about them. And I don't want to be again like uh, you know an old stick in the mud here, but they were all kind of dumb. And no one had the courage to go with the best idea, which was the turnover turnover. So it's um, it's all uh, maybe this, this era, this amazing era of college football, the turnover prop era is now gone. And we can move along. And you know what? How about you shake somebody's hand on the sideline when you get a turnover? Maybe that's what it should be. I don't know. Um. Titus says that Titus just texted this show that there should have been a trough on the sideline with food in it and that you should have eaten from the trough when you got a turnover. Because um, nothing says we take care of our student-athletes like having a prop of food on the sideline for five hours on a hot day. (laughs) Hey, another thing while I'm thinking about it, on college football, um, I think I knew this, but I forgot it. But I was reminded of it today or yesterday. Will Levis is the Kentucky quarterback. DQ, you may find this interesting. He puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Oh, my God. I remember when 
that was announced, yes. right? Because this has been brought yeah. up before. Yes, it has. I, we, we knew it and we forgot about it. Uh, this is a cry for help. And yes. so I am um, now, I would like to pick Kentucky to finish last in the SEC East because of this piece of information. And they, here's what brought it home is someone at Media Days yesterday, DQ, had coffee and mayonnaise, and he did it, like, on video. He, there is video evidence of this. It's and on, he drank it? Yes. And looked like he was enjoying it. It's on ESPN Ruskin on Twitter. Go check it out. It's um, it's terrifying. That's that's disgusting. I can't even imagine what that would taste like or like how that would be good. It's just it's it's offensive to people who have taste buds to do something like this. Certainly, people who are super high on coffee. Yes, which is just to watch someone most put of the world on it. Yeah, yeah. All right, DQ, he's a 10, but he puts mayonnaise in his coffee. That's so weird. That's one. <laughs> That's a one? That's Ju- so strange. Like, imagine you're on, like, a breakfast date, and they bring you out the, the coffee, and then they ask the waiter, can I get some mayonnaise? I would think you have to bring your own, right? That would gross me out. You got to bring your own mayo, like people that bring their own steak sauce yeah, to a steak probably. restaurant? This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Get away with friends to the laid-back Maryland coast where you can catch up while casting off and hang 10 while hanging out. Where a day on board is never boring and full throttle is half the fun. Where you can sink a putt, raise a glass, and there's always room for one more round. Ocean City, Maryland. Somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at oceocean.com. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.